Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in to the Wedding Lounge Podcast. I have missed you dearly. I must admit, I've missed you a lot. And I'm just very happy to be back. Very happy to be uh, on the mic talking to you guys. Or to myself, talking to myself out. I mean, depending on how you look at it, I'm going to say talking to you guys so I don't feel as weird. <laughs> uh, so uh, regardless, it just it just feels good to be back, back in studio, back on the podcast. It's been a little bit of a while. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus, which is actually what this episode's going to be about. Have you ever had your vendors or maybe even just your favorite creative just disappear? Sometimes it's... Uh, unconscious sometimes it's planned sometimes they'll tell you that they're leaving for a while other times you just can't seem to find them anywhere along the face of the earth i think there's a lot more to that than what we may see on the surface and these are a series of thoughts that i've been having recently and a series of conversations that i've had with myself with other vendors and i'd love to let you into these thoughts and into these conversations not only to give you some perspective but also maybe to just help you understand what's going on behind the curtain if you yourself are planning uh, a wedding or involved in the planning of a wedding, or if you're a vendor, then you might just be able to relate to quite a few of these things. If you're looking to be a vendor or to get into the industry, maybe these are the things that you can be aware of, prepare for, anticipate, or once again, just relate to. But let's cue the music. Let's get into the episode. Let's go, and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back in once again. Make yourself comfortable. Make yourself at home and grab your drink of choice here in the office. We are having some afternoon coffee. Afternoon coffee is very, very underrated. I get it. Morning coffee, classic. Gotta have it. You know, night coffee is more classy, a little bit more of a maybe social event. Also, more well-known but a midday afternoon coffee it's 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 got a special place in my heart i must say i don't always have it but i never regret it when i do so some tasty coffee for a tasty discussion i think i think i'm gonna label this episode like in my head in your vendor's head in i don't know in no one's head but <laughs> thoughts just thoughts that i've uh, i've been having like I mentioned, I have been away for a bit, a little bit of a, a hiatus, just been living life, doing life, whatever you want to call it, um, just hanging out, trying to find some uh, or rediscover some of the things that I enjoy, trying to catch up on some movies, um, nerding out over things like aviation. I've been doing quite a bit of traveling and it's just been it's just been a, a good time um, for the most part. It's been a pretty good time. But what I'm trying to say is that I've been away from weddings, not in the sense of me not you know, working because it's kind of hard to, to get away from that 
we're still very busy editing and trying to get all of our projects out. Uh, but I mean, getting away from weddings in the physical sense of the, the word or the expression uh, where I haven't been physically at a wedding in such a long time. It's been, I haven't been at a wedding in like maybe two or three weeks which <laughs> when I say it like that, I mean, it sounds absolutely ridiculous because maybe you're saying I haven't been at a wedding in two or three years, but for someone, and now we're getting kind of into the thoughts and conversations that I've been having, for someone who is at a wedding almost every weekend without fail, it feels very, very weird to not be at a wedding um, for a week, two weeks, three weeks, that's just, a, it's a strange feeling. And I think it's because it just takes such, it takes so much of your attention. It takes so much of your mental energy. It takes so much of your effort. It takes so much of everything uh, to, to make sure that you are giving the best experience possible to someone else, that you are making someone else's weekend or someone else's day uh, special memorable possibly even one of the best days of their life that takes a lot that takes a lot of energy and throughout the week most of your mental bandwidth is going towards uh, someone else as it should be you know it is a very important occasion but it's a very selfless uh, selfless job and it's strange when when you uh, shift that focus from you know, I'm always having to make sure that my couple has everything they need or, you know, even my couple's family, my couple's friends, just other people have everything they need in order for this day to be perfect and, you know, marvelous and et cetera, et cetera. When that shifts and suddenly it's just you on an empty weekend and you're kind of just like, wow, what do I like? How do I craft a weekend for myself? Like, <laughs> it's almost impossible to plan something for yourself at times and I must admit one of my first thoughts uh, regarding this was that sometimes I feel guilty for not being involved in weddings every single weekend of my life because I don't know I, I, I wish I could explain it I think what I had just what I just explained has something to do with it but sometimes it just feels weird you feel guilty because you feel like it's a missed opportunity or you you should be doing something other than like enjoying yourself or having a weekend for yourself uh i've been trying to go out and kind of do things for myself recently as a 23 year old or now 24 i turned 24 so maybe i shouldn't maybe i should just be settling down and thinking about retirement uh but that retirement's an episode for another another day regardless uh i've been just trying to do things like like i said I don't see, I don't, in this very moment, I don't even know what I've been trying to do, but I think that explains my point uh, exactly how I want it to come across, that it's difficult, it's weird to to take your focus off of, off of your work when it's so intertwined with your person and your personal life, um, because you can't really, like, leave work at home or just ignore it or 
I don't know. It, it's a balance, and I think a lot of people have have felt this maybe in their own work. But I know definitely vendors in the industry have felt this, and I think this can be especially difficult if you're someone uh, younger in the industry, not necessarily in age, but maybe someone newer, just starting out. Maybe you're a photographer, a filmmaker, a florist, a calligrapher, whatever it may be. And then you hop on Instagram, on social media, and everyone just seems uber busy, you know, super, super busy every weekend. And you may think like, man, this person's like shooting a wedding every weekend or this person's working a wedding every weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, you know, And, and you may think like, wow, I'm pretty lame. Like <laughs> I have one weekend booked for the next three months and that can affect you. I think when I was first starting out, that's something that got to me for a little bit and I had to consciously step away from it and kind of shift my mindset and shift my perspective. But I'm not so sure that it goes away entirely. I think that that feeling evolves because now um, I'm grateful to be at a point where I could be booked every weekend if I wanted to. But now it's not necessarily about being booked. It's like, well, am I booking the work that I want to have? Am I shooting the weddings that I want to have with the clients I want to have and the destinations I want to have? And, you know, sometimes it sounds ridiculous because you're it, it turns into like, oh, I only have one weekend booked the whole month to I only have one international wedding booked this month. So, you know. The rest are domestic weddings and, you know, I've seen this person abroad for six months, so they must be doing something right. I'm lame. <laughs> and like, I know I'm kind of exaggerating and making it a little bit, yeah, a little bit exaggerated. Maybe that's, that's not exactly what it is, but you get the idea that evolves with you. It evolves with where you are in your business. And <laughs> when you're not at a wedding, I think that feeling of guilt can kind of seep in because it is, there is a pressure uh, to always kind of create. And that might be a pressure that we put on ourselves. I'm not saying anyone else puts a pressure on, on me or anyone else puts a pressure on you, but there is a pressure to always kind of be creating. And it can feel like everything else is a, is a waste of time. Because if you're not creating, then what are you doing? If you're not shooting a wedding, then what are you doing? You could be shooting a wedding. You could be making more content. You could be making more reels. You could be making more posts. You could be reaching out to more vendors. You could be, you could be, you could be, you could be. You could always be making more and doing more. And even when you're not working, you're kind of just like, well, I could be doing behind the scenes. I could be showing what I do when I'm not working because that's also content. And don't get me wrong, I love behind the scenes. That's, you know, one of my favorite things. Uh, but it can be, it can be tough because uh, it's hard to turn that off, uh, especially in, in, I mean, in the social media world. And even though it can be difficult, it can be a difficult job, it also feels like very entitled to be complaining over such a privileged occupation. So don't take this as a complaint. It's just thoughts because yeah it it sounds very very entitled to say like oh oh uh, you know it must suck to edit this wonderful wedding in costa rica or this elopement in new york like wow (laughs) boohoo and i'm all for like you know 
just doing the work and eliminating excuses and all that. But I think in terms of the actual work, that can be a little bit detrimental because it's a job that relies heavily on you being able to simply summon creativity out of thin air, to be quite honest. Creativity is not something that you kind of just reach for. It's not a tool that you just grab and, okay, this is the tool that I need and, you know, it's going to get the job done. I mean, creativity is, uh, man, it's not always there. And if, uh, if you're constantly going, if you're constantly just feeling pressure to create and create and create and create, I feel like sometimes that hinders at least my own work because it's not always there. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's not always there. Sometimes I'm just, I'm just like, wow, how do I even edit this film? How do I even edit this advert? Or how do I like, it's tough. Like, it's tough. And you then you kind of just get disappointed with yourself because you're like, man, am, am I a fraud? Like, can I actually even edit? Can I come up with something like good for once? And then you can go down a whole nother rabbit hole. But I think more than anything, people don't always realize that creativity works best when your mind is free to think. And this can be a problem when life isn't going so smoothly. Then your mental bandwidth is just depleted. And then that doesn't just stay in that part of your life. Now it affects your livelihood. So if, if, like, if, like I mentioned, life isn't going so smoothly, you know, things may be going off the rails or, you know, you may run into health complications, family complications, other things, and that's taking up your mental bandwidth. That's taking up, you know, the space in your mind. Yeah, you're going to feel depleted. You're going to feel wasted. So how are you supposed to be creative when you have other things going on? And yeah, you know, you want to separate work from personal life but that goes the other way too like if your personal life is not going so well in this case this can affect your way of living because your way of living is heavily dependent on your mind and as much as i wish we had two minds that we could swap in and out for work and for personal that's not exactly that's not exactly how it works so it's an interesting conundrum i would say conundrum that's a good word i don't know if i'm using it properly it is an interesting situation uh, because there is an expectation and don't get me wrong we all show up even when we don't feel like it but it's a simple reminder that your vendors are not machines like they're not this ai oh i mean some of them are amazing <laughs> they're not but most of them are not you know just ai just generating beautiful film after beautiful film after beautiful film or beautiful photos or beautiful uh, uh, sculptures or beautiful flowers or just beautiful ideas. Like they, they can struggle too. And when it's not there, sometimes it's just not there. <laughs> and personally, I, I've, I've learned to kind of take a step back and say like, I'm just doing a disservice to do this client's work if I try and push this out because... Right now, things are not flowing and you kind of have to balance between pushing through and also knowing when you are kind of burnt out. And I'm not the biggest like fan of that expression, like burnt out. But yeah, that's what it can feel like. I think that that process is only uh, accentuated 
or it's only made greater or it's own you know that process speeds up even just by the social media world that we do live in because whether you like it or not you do have to you do have to stay relevant you have to be relevant and right now we're kind of like in a fast media fast media world where the people's attention span is very very low so you're always adapting and you're trying like you're not only trying to run your business but you're also trying to run your brand build your brand grow your brand but i don't know what do you like what do you expect from your vendors do you expect them to always be relevant consistent showing up do you expect them to sometimes be there do you are you totally okay if they just kind of disappear for a bit or post occasionally um i mean i love people who are just like killing it because it does take dedication uh, but i think it has to be sustainable so there's people who are killing it pretty much 365 days a year and kudos like that is awesome i will i will try to be your biggest supporter but it can be it's just a lot of different things that kind of feed into each other and is it bad to not always always be consumed by business because sometimes i find myself in that like in that situation as well i feel like traveling has kind of changed my perspective quite a bit because i realize not everyone lives this way like, uh, <laughs> there is a uh, so-called work-life balance it's just not so common where i'm from personally i'm in the united states i know we have quite a few international listeners surprisingly thank you for being here um, but i know that they their life is different in other places uh, when it comes to to work-life balance and that's definitely stuck with me because me personally i'm not i try to not always be like consumed my business i have other things going on i have other interests other hobbies and sometimes i just forget to honor them i don't know what do you think let me know those are just some questions that I'm, i'm firing off you know for for vendors but also for couples like what do you expect from your vendors like how do you see how do you see it from your perspective i don't know please let me know if if you can i always want to put my best foot forward and constantly try to like outdo myself with my work with every edit with every film with every photo like i want it to be unique i want it to be fresh i want it to be better than the the last i want to incorporate new ideas and new processes and new everything and that's why i think the process of just going from project to project can cause like anxiety and anxiety can lead you to freeze <laughs> which in turn causes more anxiety and then you kind of hop on social media maybe to escape it a little bit and then you see everyone else killing it and you're like oh more anxiety and then it's kind of a, a weird uh, a weird loop so I have found ways to kind of combat this having escapism even in my own field. Uh so working on different projects that aren't weddings. So I still do take some some commercial work or some work for other other companies, other individuals, and that's actually really helped me. That has been really nice. I've been doing work for some local brewery which it's kind of like the best of both worlds because for me it's like a form of escapism because I'm genuinely I, I'm not a big drinker but I'm genuinely interested in the process of someone else's craft seeing how they make their beer how they you know run their business how they do things 
and you know i'm also getting paid for it because it is work but it's it feels like a form of escapism so i think something sometimes having escapism in your own field can be a good a good middle ground where you are being productive you are working you are making income but it's not kind of the rinse and repeat or doing the same things that you're used to and that can translate and carry over into your into your wedding work if that's what you're doing or into whatever work uh, is your main bread and butter and then there's also escapism just having a completely different hobby that has nothing to do with what with what you're doing in my case it was like surfing exercising different activities hobbies i i do like to watch sports i know football season's coming up so that's something i like to do like that'll get my mind off things you know for a couple hours on on the weekend uh but i think that that has helped me i'm interested to know what you guys do or what has helped what has helped you uh it's funny because i actually find myself appreciating my work a lot more when i escape from it so if i let's say i'm traveling just for pleasure i'll try to do like some street photography and then i'm like i'm just working again like what am i doing but it's a different work it's different escapism and i realize oh i actually do enjoy this like i would do this even if i wasn't getting paid but it's nice when you mix it up and you have different different avenues of escapism maybe within your own industry or within your your main work i recently bought like a little fuji camera uh, for street photography which i'm not very good at but i've been really really enjoying it uh, photography in general i think i've been enjoying a little bit more which feels exactly like video but it's not it's a completely different process so things like that have really helped me what's helped you what's uh what's that for you i know some people are just big on making music or watching films or just doing something completely different running a marathon or something so it's it's funny how everything works and some people can just go forever and never get tired of of what they do and that's okay i don't think if you get tired or if work starts to feel monotonous it doesn't mean that like you're not passionate about it and i am passionate about it but it's just i don't know if it can be it's not it's not my whole life so yeah i guess there's a sense of guilt now i'm just rambling the one thing that i do feel good about is that i never i never take weddings for granted because i realize that i do love people and i love being able to contribute to people's happiness which is something i'm always grateful for and it i think that in itself is very refreshing um because in reality well it's different for everyone some people feel like the majority of the work is on the wedding day and in my case uh the majority of the work i would say is after the wedding day and post post processing so i try to be present during weddings and enjoy them i i enjoy them a lot i do enjoy them a lot i enjoy the you know the reception that's not a lot of people's favorite part but i love receptions i love the energy i love i feel like that's when people actually let loose and stop caring stop caring about cameras what's going on what they need to do they're they're just going and i think that's when you can get a real essence uh, for the wedding or the a real essence for the energy of the crowd and the people and whatnot uh, so it's never weddings that are quote-unquote the problem it's never the actual wedding itself or the couple itself i love our couples and uh, the weddings that we shoot but it is i think the responsibility afterwards 
and I try and put it in perspective because it's not it's not an easy responsibility. Like every weekend, if you're putting kind of six to eight thousand dollars on your head as your responsibility, I mean, I think you you kind of become used to it. You become numb to it. But anyone else might think, oh, wow, that's that's a lot of pressure, and you're kind of just like, yeah, it's just another wedding on my hard drive. <laughs> but it is a lot of pressure uh, to to deliver, and especially because your deliverables, you know, are not done on the wedding day. If anything, your work starts after the wedding day. So I try to enjoy the weddings for what they are, and I, I never take it for granted. I think that was just a rant, a rant that I had been wanting to have because, like I said, this is a conversation that that I I have with other vendors, other photographers, other filmmakers, whatever it may be. And we can go on for hours and we always, oh, I need a break. And oh, it's nice to get away. And oh, I feel this way and I feel that way. But as soon as, you know, a client pops in or, you know, a client approaches us, it's just like all of a sudden we're all buttoned up and we're fresh and we're ready to go, willing to take on any task in any place and, you know, anywhere, anyhow, under any circumstance and for any reason. And we're just like these machines that are always going, going, going. And maybe we're not feeling that way, but, you know, we we will kind of front that appearance of like, no, I'm always going. Whenever you want to do this, let's go. I, you know, I will edit this in 20 minutes and get it out. (laughs) And then we come and complain to each other sometimes, not in a bad way, not 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 about the the jobs, but, you know, it can get to you. So I think it's good to have that communication because... Maybe you, if you are planning a wedding or you are in the process of hiring your vendors, just, I think that'll, that'll help you have a, a good perspective on what it may feel like behind the scenes, what it's like, you know, what's going on in their head, or maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just my head. Maybe it's just, uh, it's just a me thing. And I am speaking to, to no one, unless you want to hire me, then I'm being very honest with you. But I have an inkling that it's not, it's not just me. So, uh, yeah, it, it feels weird. It feels weird to put this podcast out, not because of judgment or anything, but because it's not usually a conversation you have with, with your clients. But that's something that this podcast was made for, to have that open conversation between clients and and vendors and not have a middleman and not kind of guess the ifs and buts, just straight raw to the point so yeah this actually this actually uh felt good i don't anticipate this podcast going anywhere i want to keep it going because it it feels good and at the end of the day my goal is to give you real perspectives real struggles real thoughts that i am having or your vendors are having uh just i mean we're all humans and treat them like humans treat them like your friends and uh, you don't know how much that that means. You don't know how far that goes. If you're in the process of doing this, try and make them your friends. And that's just going to make your experience so, so much better. I love when, when my couples just reach out and share updates on their life. Or I see, you know, that they're having a baby or they're hitting a milestone or they're getting their degree or they're traveling or whatever it may be. Just focus on relationships and I think that'll take you a long way and make you uh, allow you to have the best experience possible. Like I said, I really enjoy this 
this podcast and this medium, I sense I am I'm not the best at fast media and fast consumption. I'm more of a slow media, slow consumption type of guy, which is why I think that I relate to to podcasts, enjoy them, and hopefully you enjoy them as well. But I promise next episode will be actually a little bit more uh, more educational, <laughs> hopefully a little bit more value. Uh, no, no, this was good. This was valuable. This was valuable. So if you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, for listening. And let me know. I would I would really love to know who's listening. You don't have to say much, but just let me know if you if you're listening, if you enjoyed the podcast, if uh, if you feel the same way, if you feel differently. Let me know your thoughts on some of the questions that I had because I do not have all of the answers. And hopefully, you can help me uh, help me find some, or maybe I can help you find some. I'm always happy for the, you know, I'm always up for some some collaboration. So. Uh, hopefully next week we can come back with some more for regularly scheduled content. I do have some guests lined up and coming up and excited about that. Excited to bring you along, excited to keep bringing you, uh, value perspectives and, and everything in between more coffee, more everything. I'm just ranting again, which is the theme of this episode. So I'll see you soon. Please Take care of yourself, take care of those around you, take care of your vendors, and uh, I'll let you go because you have a wedding to plan.